It's time for Later This Week with Coco and Fran. Hey, Coco, why is it called Later This Week if the show comes on Mondays? I don't know. (laughs) Dear Akila, I recently took my friend's advice and joined J-Date, a dating site for Jewish singles. I set out to find a partner who is a medical professional like me. After a few weeks of messaging, I met Joshua. We hit it off instantly from the second we met. Fast forward, we have now been officially dating for five months. He is exactly what a Jewish girl dreams of. But here's the problem. I'm not Jewish and he thinks I am. When is a good time to tell him the truth? How should I tell him? And what should I expect his reaction to be? (laughs) Okay, before I delve in, let me say hello to my guy, Fran, and my fellow diva, Coco. Guys, how are you? And thank you so much for having me back on your podcast at later this week. Okay, homegirl is tripping. Like, why would you join the dating site? With the intent on finding a a Jewish man and you're not Jewish and not say, um, you know, I right off the back saying, hey, God, you know, you know, it was, it was nice to meet you. It was cute. But yeah, just to let you in on a little secret, I'm not Jewish on the very first date. Like once you realize that you hit it off with him, why didn't you tell him right then and there? Why would you wait five months? Another question I have is how much of a practicing um, Jewish person is he? Now, if he's conservative, he may not mind. But if he's a like an orthodox, well, he wouldn't be orthodox because you would see it. But if he was like really, really like deep into his practice, he may find it offensive that you did that to him as it may matter to him who he decides to move on with his life. That's number two. Furthermore, how would you feel if someone lied to you about that? If we're starting off the relationship on a lie, where else can we go from there? How's he going to ever trust you? You know what I mean? That's not right. So your question is, when is a good time to tell him the truth? Uh, five months ago. And how should I tell him? Um, pick up the phone and say, or on y'all next date, since everything is going so well and y'all dating, um, I need to let you in on something before we go any forward. I think that's a great way to start off. Or, you know, send him a text message first thing in the morning. Keep it light. Um, you know, are you willing to convert? <laughs> that's a whole nother um, situation. And what should I expect his reaction to be? I would say set no expectations. Okay, let me say this. Yes, expect anger or maybe he won't mind. I don't really think you should be too concerned about his reaction. You need to be more concerned about telling him the truth at this moment. I I think that's more important for you than you to be concerned about how he's going to respond to it. Sorry, you should have been up front. That's my opinion. I like to lay all my cards on the table. Something like someone's religion or, you know, things like that. I don't think that's anything to play around with because some people do take those things very seriously and he may not 
appreciate that you would lie to him about something like that. These are my few words. Hey, give us an update. Reach back out to Fran and Coco because I really want to know how this one goes. Bye, guys. Thank you. Don't be like the rest of them, darling. <laughs> what is that? It's on my book. Oh. Don't, don't be like the rest of them. So let me tell you what I learned today about having a vast vocabulary. Mm, tell me. Okay. I don't claim to be a scholar of any kind, but I feel like sometimes I use words that you and I would think are pretty common. But when we do say them to other people, you get that look, that kind of like, what? What does that mean? I've had that happen a couple of times. I'm like, do you know English? <laughs> Some don't. No, we've, we've been witness to that. So I was in the store and I was looking for some clothes and you know, everything's awkward. Now you're in 12 masks. You're in a hazmat suit. You, you dress like a beekeeper. Oh my God. Which like, is very surprising. Cause it seems like the United States is just like nowhere near as protocol-y as other places. Well, it depends on where you are. The thing about the United States is every state is like its own country. Yeah. Everyone is completely different. You know, you have people that are terrified in some states and in some states people are like, COVID is a hoax. Yeah. So I'm in the store today and I'm shopping mm -hmm. and I'm looking at clothes and I am like you. I don't dive right into clothes because, you know, I'm not like a men's size small where I can walk into a store and be like, that's going to look great on me. Just doesn't mm -hmm. work that way. Yeah. So I'm I'm at this one rack and there's this cool shirt. So I go to grab it. And this guy next to me is just like grabbing shirts and putting them in his cart. And he's a, I don't know, he's about my size, but not my height. Mm -hmm. So I would say he's probably a few feet smaller. So I'm wow. grabbing the shirts. Feet. What's that? Feet. Yeah. <laughs> a few feet smaller. A few feet smaller. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Papa Smurf. <laughs> So he's grabbing his shirts and then I go to pick one up and I'm looking at it and I go to look at the brand and I know the brand is a brand that if they don't have like a triple X, it's not going to fit me because it's one of those brands where it's like a large is like an extra small type of thing. Mm. So I go to pick it up and then I put it back and the guy goes, um, do you ever buy these shirts? And I'm like, yeah, it just, I have before and I like them, but. They just don't fit me right because I'm like really tall and I'm broad. And he's like, well, do you think, get this, like I work there. Do you think, do you think this is going to fit me? So here's where the vocabulary word comes out. I look at him and I go, well, you're a little more petite. It will probably fit you better. And he looks at me and goes, petite, what does that mean? And I'm like, who does know what that means you don't even have to know french to know what that means so are you done yelling no <laughs> so i said well it means like and then i'm put into an even more awkward position because now i have to come up with a word that is equal to petite without offending his shortness homunculus so that too. <laughs> um, 
so I look at him and I go, well, you're not as tall as I am. And he was like, oh, well, I've never heard that word before. And I was like, oh, okay. And the first thing my brain was like, even though I want to finish looking at the rest of this rack, I am done technically until he leaves the store because I cannot continue a conversation with him because I know it was going to come out of my mouth at any point where I was going to be like, well, you're short. Oh my God. You should have just been that. You should have just said that. Well, you're short. The fear of petite. But I think also, even if he did know what petite meant, and I ran through this in my head, I was thinking maybe he associated it to maybe a jab of some sort, because you hear that word being used more with women's clothing than you hear with men's. Maybe, yeah. It, it, is, it does lend itself more to a, a feminine description rather than masculine. But it still means again like words in french have both masculine and feminine versions depending on what you're describing mm -hmm. right so if the if the thing that you're describing is masculine it would be petit and then if it's feminine petite with an e at the end so it's it's typically you know when you're describing a person yeah it's probably more on the feminine side mm -hmm. but Maybe he was, maybe he truly just didn't know what the word meant. That's I, true. I, yeah. I get that. Well, so then let me ask you, why would you, why would you use that word? It was the first thing that came out of my mouth. I don't know, because <laughs> I was trying to, you know, listen, this is what happens. This is the best example I can give you. You know, when you're walking down a, a, a dark street at night and you're in a neighborhood you don't really recognize and you decide, okay, there's a group of wild dogs in the corner. I can either go left or I can go right. <laughs> and you know, no matter what street you take might be a murder. You don't know. So that's basically <laughs> what happened. And so, so I'm thinking to myself, petite, what could be worse than petite? I mean, yeah, yeah. I think in that situation, you probably would not have been able to say anything that was not going to offend them. Because listen, what what I have known, and I don't want to make a generalization for anyone listening, but from what I have known, you can get away with saying certain things to men versus women sometimes, just from my experience. I'm not making a generalization. For instance, if you were talking to another woman, you could be like, well, you're so much smaller than I am. Women take that as a compliment versus with a guy. If you say you're so much smaller, he starts thinking about his dick size. He starts thinking about his height. He starts thinking about his feet. He starts to think about all that stuff. But what you said after where you said you're not as tall as me, it doesn't put the the disparaging right. feeling on him. So that, that could have been... But in that moment... In that moment, I was speaking yeah. to him like I would speak to someone. Because, see, I don't know how to turn the switch on and off. I know how to be professional when I need to be. Mm -hmm. I know when I can't say drop an F-bomb. I know when I go to someone's house who I don't really know how to behave and how to turn that switch on. But when I'm in public shopping and I'm just casual and I've got nobody to impress and I don't care, I talk to people around me like I talk to everybody else. 
Yeah. And I'm standing there with him. And it's just like if I was standing there with you and you were like, oh, you should get this shirt. I got the same one. I would look at you and be like, well, you're more petite than I am. Of course you could fit in that shirt. But saying that to him didn't fly. I guess not. And when you're that short, you can't fly. No. I was just thinking of like what what else you could have said. Vertically challenged would have been bad too. Yeah, because that's just kind of very tongue in cheek. It's very like, yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that he was like, you know, up to the heel of my shoe. I'm just saying. Wait, so, so where was he on your body? Where did he reach? Pro- probably like a little lower than my shoulder. Terribly. Yeah, short. but if I have to hurt my neck to talk to you, you're short. I guess. But mo- yeah, most I... people, I have to hurt my neck. <laughs> but it's very. How tall are you? I'm I'm six two. Okay. Yeah. So I'm six two. It de- if I'm wearing like today, I was wearing like Converse, right? They might give me a little more height. So maybe I'm yeah. almost six three, but. You know, or six two and a half. I don't know what the hell it is. But if I'm with, yeah. if I'm in dress shoes and a suit, I certainly could be six three on the nose. Yeah. You know. So, is that a typically like a weird, overly tall guy? No. For Italian men, yes, that's weird <laughs> because Italian men are always. I mean, they are petite. Yeah. You know, they're they're usually real skinny too. Mm-hmm. You know, like their thighs are tiny. They're toothpicks. Well, I was watching that. I mentioned it yesterday. I was watching that Stanley Tucci show, I guess, docu-series. It's like a culinary, um, <laughs> a culinary um, travel log. So he's he went to Italy. It's called Searching for Italy or Searching in Italy. Um, and he he the whole idea was that he was going to all the regions of Italy and learning about not just the culture, but the food and culture. Right. And it was, uh, we've, we've watched three or four episodes and it's really, really well done. It's, it's beautiful, like imagery of the, of uh, all the regions. And then um, just really nice representations of the foods of each region. It's beautiful. Mm. If you ever get it, but but you're right. Like all of the men that were on the show, and just in general, like there ain't no fat people there. No, I think I saw one person. Well, I remember <laughs> the first year we we went to Italy, Jen and I together, and I'll never forget. We were somewhere in like some village, and there was like a feast happening. It was a scene from a movie, you know. And we're mm-hmm. like walking, and it's beautiful, and the wind's blowing, and you can see from far away. Walking towards us was a group of guys, probably ranging between the ages of like 18 and 26, right? And they're mm-hmm. all walking towards us. And there's like eight, nine, 10 of them. They're all friends, like all walking towards us. And Jen turns to me and goes, in America, you'd be able to easily pick out who the ugly ones were in that crowd. But she's like, here, every single one of those boys was attractive. <laughs> Yeah. And she's like, it, it's bizarre. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's our genes. It's who we are. I'm not saying that yeah. there aren't some busted folks in my culture. Oh, no, no. Um, but it, but thinking about the food, 
aspect of it like in north america and not that it's you don't you can't find it in in other like in european countries or anything like that but the level of processed packaged garbage and junk food that we eat here just is is incredible and you you know the way they eat in europe in places like france and italy it's just it's whole foods it's real food for the most part Mm -hmm. like they they are you know taking from the land and eating it's not garbage yeah yeah and that's and that's what i've always said to you when you finally decide to go to Italy, I'm going to go with you. Yes, please. Because I need to show you where we need to go and where you're going to get some of your best meals. And I can tell you right now, do you know that song, Bringing Sexy Back? We're going to be bringing Stretchy back because all of our clothes are going to be Jagaramas. Okay. We're bringing Stretchy back. We're going to be bringing Stretchy back. And everybody, I listen. That is going to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> I am not, let me tell you, I am not dealing with your bullshit in Italy where you're every five minutes. Oh my God, we ate so much food. I'm going to be like, go put on that sweatshirt that is seven sizes larger than you and shut up because that is what we're doing. We are going to love our way. Can we go somewhere where there's like a lot of fish and seafood? Yes, yeah, Southern Italy. Southern Italy. That's where, but here's the thing too about Italy. Every single time I've gone, I can't promise you that I've lost weight, but I've certainly have never gained weight. Uh, Listen, you're going to be, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of walking and I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Sightseeing, buying. Yeah, exactly. There was a, there was a scene where they went out for breakfast somewhere. Well, their intention was to just have a little coffee before they had lunch because the place wasn't open yet. So they sat down at some cafe and, and the guy brought out this like massive pastry filled with whipped cream. And then there was, and this was like a typical breakfast apparently. That's crazy because they don't have, you know, the, the, the traditional eggs, bacon, things like that. It's, it's sweets, but this thing was like massive, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just a whipped cream. I would so eat that. Yeah. Yep. And the other thing is that they do that's really smart. And I know they do this throughout Europe too in certain places is I can't speak for Canada, but for America, we haven't gotten there yet. We don't understand how to accommodate people, patrons that come into a restaurant or come into a bar. Every single bar, whether it was a dive bar, an upscale bar, a bar that's part of a hotel, When you're in Italy walking around and you say, I'm going to go sit and have a cocktail at the bar, there is always 100% of the time food that is given to you. You don't have to order. So there's like Mm -hmm. a plate of cheese, olives, and bread, or there's focaccia cut up. There's, Mm. there's, there's, it's not just nuts. It's always like subsidence, like stuff that's going to stick to your ribs because for two reasons, number one, they don't want you stumbling out drunk. And number two, from the perspective of a business owner, if you feed these people, they're not going to be as buzzed or drunk. And if they want to get buzzed, they're going to keep ordering more drinks. Mm -hmm. You know? That's so true. Because think about it. How many times have you been messed up somewhere because maybe you had dinner three hours ago? There's nothing to eat there. 
you know, and I know it's must be in yeah. New York City. They're the worst in New York City in bars. There's nothing to eat. Nothing. That sucks. Like, that's all they're there for. There's a lot of places in New York you just go there to drink because they don't yeah. serve food. Wow. I'm trying to remember what my time there. Like, I didn't, I didn't go to a lot of, like, bars per se. Um, there was, when I lived in Brooklyn, there was that the the rising cafe which was which was a bar as well um they had mostly desserts maybe like lunch fare yeah but no actual like you know bar food i the the last time i was there one of the last times i was there and i got drunk i ended up going across the street and thank goodness there's always a plethora of pizzerias everywhere yeah <laughs> you know i just but i just went across the street and grabbed a slice but it's always such an inconvenience it's like you know it's like okay perfect example a place like stonewall you can't really get food yeah. at stonewall it's just a bar that's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Once in a while, they'll grace your presence with a little bit of Pringles. They'll be like, here's some Pringles. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? You know, my favorite story is about rising. <laughs> I'm sure there are many. There's just one. <laughs> There's one that stands out to me. Tell me. So I remember one of the first times we went there and it's in Brooklyn. It's on, if I remember correctly, it's actually on Sackett Street. I don't even remember. Okay. I don't even think I don't I don't think it's it's open anymore. Okay, so the last time we went, yeah. the last time we went, yeah. it had to be like late nineties. Okay. Oh, of course, yeah. So we go, and I remember we're playing pool. Mm hmm. Because that's all you did there, and I was the yep. only guy in the room. <laughs> I wonder why. Okay, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> So all of a sudden, and this is one of the first few times we hung out, you and I, like, mm -hmm. and we're standing there and there's pool, whatever. And I'm noticing there's a jukebox and you never want to put lesbians in control of the music, right? I mean, I love what they choose, but you don't want to put them in control because their choices aren't necessarily like popular choices. Like, I enjoy it. You know, mm -hmm. if you're going to play the greatest hits of Tracy Chapman, I may know more songs than most people, but yes. At the time, a song that was popular was Natalie and Brulia torn. <laughs> and the song, the song came on, the song went off. It came on again. Then it went off. Yes. Then it came on again. And I maybe could have counted hearing it four times. Like, cause I was in and out of consciousness because it just kept playing. <laughs> right. That was obsessed. Obsession. <laughs> All of a sudden you just turn and go like, just so hostile and angry. You were like, who keeps playing this? Like you were literally like on a megaphone in this place. And I know whoever was playing it was like, oh, shit, don't move. <laughs> don't move. We're going to get murdered. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was like, after you did that screech, maybe it came on one more time. And then it, <laughs> and then it went into like Melissa Etheridge. Like it went into somewhere other place. But, of course. but I was, 
it was hilarious because I'll always remember that moment. And to this day, when I hear that song, I think of you screaming, who keeps playing this? <laughs> like Dorothy from yes. the, the funeral. Who? <laughs> that was a one take, man. That was a one take. Oh, but I mean, Christ. literally, that was the funniest shit ever. And that was probably... I'd been to that bar with you guys maybe twice, but that was the one that was the most memorable. Um, but I also remember going to those bars at that age and nobody ever had that much money. Like nobody ever had like anything. Like we were like, what, how long were we there? Like how much? I know that we didn't have a lot of money. Like there was enough to buy a coffee, maybe a dessert, <laughs> maybe a couple of songs on the jukebox. Like there wasn't, it's not, yeah, we were, we were po. I do remember there was, there was one song on that jukebox. Uh, I was introduced to this band uh, and I fell in love with, with this one song. And I, I may have been similar in the sense of that Natalie and Brulia fan where I played this song over and over again one night, but it's from a band called Heaven 17, uh -huh. very eighties. Um, and the song is Let Me Go listen to that song and tell me you, you won't like tell me you you don't dance to it like it's such a great yep. song such a great song. well that's like those you know it's like when you and i jammed out to pretty poison mm. like it's funny because i think a lot of people know that song but they don't know they i don't think most people could name the band or name the group because it's one of well, those songs that you hear and you know it yes like I was watching, so RuPaul had a, a show on, on Netflix called, um, fuck, what was it called? Something, I don't something, know. It was, don't wasn't remember. it like something in the kid or something like that? Something like that. It was just a, a, a cute little whatever. It was supposed to be this like multi-seasonal thing, but it ended up getting canceled. But it, But it kind of like. It, it was kind of autobiographical um, where it kind of traced back some of Rue's, you know, earlier performances and things like that. And they, there was a scene where, where RuPaul was performing at a club and lip syncing to this song, Pretty Poison, uh, Catch Me, I'm Falling. And I remember listening, hearing that song and I'm just like, oh my God, like it sounded familiar, but not so much that I, I like, I, couldn't I didn't know who sang it. I, I am descending. Oh I could not stop playing the song. I know. And then it's so and then, good. And then you were graced with the vinyl. Right? Some soul, some <laughs> gracious soul <laughs> sent me sent me the vinyl. Yep. Yeah. It was in a record store and it was calling for you. I was literally went to a record store and it was the day that someone had unloaded their entire like 80s, 90s collection, which to them was garbage, but to me was gold. And oh I flipped God. through. And here's another great thing about going to record stores that are run by people our age or older, but the entire staff is mostly millennials who are in mm. charge of like pricing the albums that go to the, like the used section. And I'm like, Hmm. So at that moment I could see, they just put them out and I'm like, I'm going to snatch while the snatching's good. Do it. And that's why I came you home do it. with so much stuff 
And I saw that in the pile. I was like, who's going to love this? <laughs> I can't believe you found that. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you well, found that. It's good. It's gold, man. It's gold. It's so gold. Yep. It's so gold. But I can't wait. I can't wait for like, there's a couple of these like really big outdoor kind of antique flea market places um, that I love to go in the summertime. Right. But some of the vendors have incredible collections of vinyl that I've never had opportunities to kind of really go through. And I can't wait. To I mean, that. I shake. I shake when I go to those places. Like, I tell you, when you come and visit and we go to the record show, you're going to shake because I can tell you one thing that I do. And this is my rule for anybody who comes into the record show. There is no end time to when we leave. Mm -hmm. I might be here for two hours. You might not see me till Tuesday. It will all vary. Yeah. But, you know, even when I brought Lou with me to the record store, she wanted to come with me. And I said, great. I said, but you know the rule. She knew right away. I didn't even have to tell her. She's like, I'm not going to rush you. No. And when you go to the record show, it's, it's much wilder because people have new stuff that they didn't have last time because these guys, mostly guys, I mean, there's a few women that are vendors, but a lot of the vendors will have a month to get more stuff. So what you saw mm. last month, now this month, they might have double the amount. Sometimes there's new vendors yeah. that have never been. And you go and, you know, people think you leave spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars, but honestly, I've come home with tons of stuff and maybe I've spent like a hundred bucks. Well, all I know is that when the time comes, I'm going to have some mad money with me Good. so that I could, you know, because I'm the kind of person that tends to be selfish. And if I see things, I want to get it all. So sometimes I need to kind of chill. Yep. <laughs> but if I, if I see something that I just haven't seen in, in any other place, I'm getting it. Well, we just got to bring Ariana with us because she's the best filter because oh, yeah? she's, she's a, she gets a lot of good stuff for herself and she makes out like a bandit, but I'll have mm -hmm. to say a hundred percent of what she walks out of there with is all good stuff. Like, it's not like, why did you get that? Like literally I'll look at it and go, where was this? You know, like yeah. good stuff, but she's yeah. good because she'll say to me, I'll find something and be like, look, it's $5. And she'll look at me and go, are you going to listen to that? And I'm like, probably not. I just kind of wanted to have it. And she's like, yeah, we're not buying that. And because you can't fall into that. Oh, it's only $5, you know? Yeah. And so another thing was one of our favorite Ariana stories is somebody had some like, vintage nirvana maybe it wasn't vintage but it was like one of their first or second albums and the price tag on it was like a hundred dollars or something and she looks at it and she goes fuck you nirvana what <laughs> and i'm like it wasn't <laughs> their fault she was like no fuck you nirvana <laughs> oh my god that's because so funny. who's spending a hundred dollars on that come on stop no exactly stop. you know unless no. it's something and i always tell people like I have a wish list, like a mental wish list of things. Mm -hmm. And I know what they're worth. I know what people are selling them online. If any of those items was even $50 or $20 cheaper than what I expected, I might get those. And those are like an investment, but they're on my list. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to walk in and find like, uh, you know, I don't know, a 
I'm trying to think of a band like, I don't know, somebody, ABBA. I'm not going to find an ABBA <laughs> record that's like, just because it's rare ABBA, I'm like, oh, I need this. It's not going to happen. Yeah, no. It's not going to happen. No. Like, yeah, exactly. That's not, that's not um, a catalyst or a driving force in buying uh, vinyl for me. Like, if if I like them, if I appreciate their music and it's some something that I'm going to listen to, rare or not if i can afford it i'm gonna get it yeah but i'm telling you music makes the people come together it certainly does so um so um what's the word on the border nothing so far like the last the last article that i read you know they talked about how there isn't a plan there hasn't been a plan um, brought up so i'm hoping that now that more people are you know getting vaccinated and there's there's all of that kind of being rolled out that maybe in the summertime there's going to be talk i don't think there's going to be any kind of opening yet i honestly don't think the border will open until next year just based on yeah I could be wrong, but uh, everything just, I was just, everything I was seeing, and it could just be fake news. Um, I was seeing yeah. how a lot of places were trying to get their borders open before the holidays. Like they were trying, they were aiming towards like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Like they were trying to get there. So, well, let's hope. Let's hope because yeah, I, I I'd like to think that if uh, while more and more people are getting vaccinated this kind of opens up and frees up things a little bit you know but yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get my hopes up just yet so we'll see what a downer i'm sorry um so what do you think people are gonna think of our our ig live our igtv it's up there people can watch it at this moment well i don't know what they're gonna think but i enjoyed it I think people want to see more of this. They do. And that's what Ask Akila said. I wrote her a letter and she was just like, here's my advice. So you asked Akila? Akila? Yeah. That was nice. that that was that message I sent you. Remember she sent a voicemail? Well, no, I know. I'm just saying, so you asked Akila. Oh. <laughs> Boo. Boo. I am excited about a lot of things. You know, I'm always talking about the upcoming celebrity guests that are coming our way. And we've got celebrity yes. guests coming our way. I know. I'm excited about this guest that's coming. Now, hold on. Should we be teasing things like this? I think we have been accused of being too vague. By whom? In the By past. Whom? By people. That we shouldn't be vague. And we shouldn't tease. Listen, tell them to stick around. They'll see what happens. All righty. Stick around and you'll see what right. happens. Right. I don't think it's teasing. I think it's just getting people ready for what's going to happen. Oh, you like to get them juicy. Listen, and musky underwear don't help. Ew. <laughs> I thought for sure. I thought for sure it was going to be. That was the answer. <laughs> Why? Why would I say musky? I don't know. What is all this paperwork that's coming out of the flowers? Chris Chris just handed me a note. He said, if I order a PS5 from Air Miles, 
we'd have 7,000 left. Okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't care. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How much is a PS5? Well, right now, I think to buy it, it's like seven or eight hundred dollars, something right. like that. I think I can't remember, but it's been like every place has been sold out. And anytime they have, you know, a new small handful of things at a store and they he'll get a notification, but it's too late because they're sold out again, you know. So it's like he's been he's been trying, but apparently you can get a PS5 now through Air Mile. So he's going to get it. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. So that's that. well. Okay. So we won't tease anymore. No more teasing. No more teasing. No more. No more wetness. But listen, you know what? It's not going to be so much teasing because by the time someone hears this episode, you just have to wait less than a week, and you're going to know who the person is. This is true, right? So, um, yeah, and I think that learning. Um, that the word petite is not necessarily something that a man wants to be called. That's, no. that's what I learned today. I, I, I suggest using the word homunculus. I love that. Isn't that made with chickpeas? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was the thing that Laura said? Something was made with chickpeas. Oh, fuck. Or maybe we asked about hummus and she didn't know it was made with chickpeas. I can't remember which one it was. I'd have to go back to the archives. It was something else and she and she said hummus or chickpeas. Yeah. 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 But remember. kale was the number one food. Delicious. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to make of her. <laughs> But listen, cooking with Laura has been cooking lately. I know. I saw last few weeks. Last few weeks, folks, check out those IGs. Oh shit! Yeah, I can't. You wait. know, and I think someone thought it was hilarious that I hashtag one of the pictures, nailed it from the show. <laughs> you ever watch the show? You're nailed so it. Mean. Yes, you're so mean. And I always love. I love whoever hasn't seen nailed it. I'm sick of telling you guys things you have never watched. Just, you got to watch the show. I mean, I can't tell you the stomach ache I have sometimes. Like, but they, first of all, I get it. They give these people who have like zero baking knowledge, this <laughs> massive like menorah cake, you know, it's like, it's for yeah. like Hanukkah and there's like a big menorah and it's like, you know, there's like maybe little birds around it that they have to make. And then when they unveil it, like they show you the beautiful detailed menorah with like the blue and all that. And all of a sudden they get to the person and it's like, okay, unveil it. And it's just like a pile of cake that looks like somebody attacked. <laughs> and there's like the thing that's supposed to be a bird just looks like a, like a red pimple in the corner. <laughs> And then the worst part of it, these things are so ugly and they go ahead and they actually eat it. They taste it. I'm like, why would you do that? I'm sure, I'm sure it's still, I'm sure it still tastes oh, good. We should, you and I should do a nailed it. Find a, find a recipe, find something and try to recreate yeah. it. Take a picture. Yeah. We should do that. I'm excited. Yes. You're, you know, you're, you don't seem I'm excited. Not. Um, well, we have some really more interesting things for this episode, I'm sure. 
So I don't know what's coming up because this is a rando. (laughs) Or maybe I didn't read the production sheet for this episode. But either way, I think we should go to commercial. And when we come back, who knows what will happen? Sure. Magic happens. That's what happens. I am descending from heaven above and Daria Jones. I I was uh I was uh preparing my Oprah intro for you. Daria. Oh, you want me to disconnect and come back? Daria Jones. Daria Jones. <laughs> All right, so I love it. I was just telling Coco about cuz she said, "Have you seen Daria perform and I said yeah I, you know I told her about those nights and I said the funny thing is I was the only white guy in the room who knew the song mm-hmm. she was singing <laughs> <laughs> you know because she used to kill some Jill Scott I mean it was over it was, oh, over. It was over I miss those days I do I too miss those days I miss those days and I'm so grateful for those days too like especially having to have met you and and how I met you and like where we are now in this beautiful friendship relationship. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love you. And our fans, listen, our fans need to know who you are. And that's why we want to know how does an accomplished musician like yourself get into (laughs) the beard care business? (laughs) How do I get into the beard care business? So um, being a, a musician and a singer, my musicians actually like every guy I know lately has a beard. And uh, what happened was uh, one day I just decided because I'm quirky like that. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make myself some body butter. And I made myself body butter and um, I let my friend try it out. And like two weeks later, he comes back and he goes, you should try to make something for beards. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, the body butter you gave me. I mean, I use it, but I use it in my beard and I love how my beard feels. Mm -hmm. So I... Isn't that something, right? So I started um, reading more, like just doing research. I found a um, formulation school online. So I started taking some of those courses and just like really reading up on natural skincare and hair care products and how to formulate my own. So now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay. And then more and more people became interested. More and more men became interested, female friends. Uh, said they wanted to start purchasing for their husbands or boyfriends, fathers. So that's how I got into the beard care business and didn't know that it would start, you know, picking up as how it's picking up. So now I'm able to invest in myself more and get new equipment. And so that's where I am. And and I got to tell you, from somebody who's got one of the best beards in the Eastern Northern Hemisphere, <laughs> I... <laughs> I got to tell you, this stuff is for real. Like I've been telling people, I had a guy friend once I was putting it on and I was somewhere and he's like, what's that? And he had a little bit of a beard. I mean, his beard was sad, but he had a little (laughs) bit of a beard. And I said, oh, try it, you know, like 
it wasn't mm-hmm. a pickup line, but I was like, put a couple of fingers in there, you know? Right. <laughs> and so, so he tried it and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, this is why I use this every day. And then the excess, this is my little secret. The excess that I have on my hands after putting it through my beard, I run it through my hair, like on my yes. head. And I got to tell you, that may not work for everybody, you know, but for me, I'm like, it gives me a little extra something, something. And I can tell you, I have had people walk up to me after I put it in and literally have said to me, what did you do? And I'm like, (laughs) I don't even tell them. I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, no, I can see it looks different. Like, even when I do shows, I would get on stage with the light. It gives it more of like a a gloss, a a youthful. I think it's just because you put love in it. I don't think there's a secret. I think it's just love. That is the secret. It's the love. It's the love of actually doing it. And I love, I love formulating. I have like actually, I've always been that type of person. Like I wanted like a DIYer, but now becoming, it's becoming like, oh no, you're actually formulating. You have to like measure out. Uh, specifically and you have to really take your time and it and it you know trial and error and that's what I, I have now the product that you so love and your beard is fantastic thank you thank you mm-hmm. I, I wonder I wonder why it's fantastic I wonder why <laughs> it is just so fantastic <laughs> what so what are the best things people can do to support a small business like yours uh, best things people can do. I always say share, you know, um, sometimes, you know, everybody may already have a product that they love, but you know, you want to support, share, like, follow, uh, tell a friend. Of course you can purchase. Yes. And can I tell them where to purchase? Absolutely. Yeah, do it. Cause my ne- our next purchase. question was, where do you get it? Oh, <laughs> so you can purchase at dariajonesworld.com and, uh, you know, there, that's all things Daria. Everything that I do would be on my website. So I have a shop and any other information that you would like to know about Daria Jones. And it will be right there on the website. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and what- it's so important. It's so important to to support, to to share all of that. And more people need to do that. If you if you like a product, don't be afraid to to share it. Don't like, don't be afraid to to like. I think a lot of people are hesitant to to do things like that online. Um, but it's this this is it's important for for small businesses, for artists, all of that to to absolutely you and, and you know a share goes a long way. Absolutely. Yes. And a you know the other thing is that we have way. to give Daria credit for is if it wasn't for her, we may never have one of our number one rated segments on our show called Ask Akila. Right? Oh, because she introduced oh, us to Akila or introduced me to her. Oh. And and I was going to say with that being said, you have another friend that you introduced me to that in our home, we've actually probably bought out her entire inventory every month. And that's Childish <laughs> Glow. I love Childish, it. Yes. Let me tell you, Childish Glow has this like, Ooh. this, I swear, Coco, I'm going to get it for you. I'm going to get it for is you. This, is that where you got me the incense from? Yes. The, the, love it. Yes. So I sent you incense. See, I was smuggling yes. stuff over the border like a typical Italian. <laughs> this, this time it wasn't like a chunk of cheese it was just intense but but i gotta tell you you know this vitamin c stuff because you know mm-hmm. she she makes this stuff this vitamin c oil 
that is just and we're and you know she's going to be another another person we bring on the show as a sponsor because oh i can't wait for you guys to have you know this. have you been listening to the keila segments they are number one rated I have on, caught up on some of them and i'm loving them and i'm catching up with you guys the last one was and don't kill me because i don't remember their names but we were talking about madonna yep. And I was yep. listening. Tony and Stefan. Tony and Stefan. Yes. Listen, aside from you, aside from you, we got other A-list celebrities coming on. So just, oh, yeah. Other A-list. So that makes me A-list. Dude, you're, A- <laughs> you're A-list like you wouldn't believe, okay? I love um, it. Thank you. Uh, but, and, and listen, when people get, who listen to our show, who they want gracefully yours, what what can they do to get a little discount? What do they need to do? Oh, what can you do to get a little discount? You type in when discount code pops up, you get 10% off Francesco 10 and you'll receive 10% off at checkout. Nice. Look at that. Oh my God. Thank I love you. you. Thank, Thank you. You, you oh have, listen, you have a fantastic day and, and, and I'm constantly, this weather. listen, yes. we're sending you love and gratitude every single day mm-hmm. because it's not just what you've done. It's, it's the people you've shared with us. And also, I will pay you for the hoodie because I want to wear it. I want to show oh, you I had, Okay. So what everybody doesn't know is I actually make the hoodies. See, we're just talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. awesome. One stop shop. Are the hoodies on your website as well? The hoodies that are on my website, yeah, I actually make them. Um, oh my god! You oh, know, right. and I and when I asked for it, I don't want a freebie. I was gonna pay I, for it. I know, but I just wanted to give it to you, and I'm gonna give it to you within this week. I promise you. Well, so I'm gonna order it. Okay, and just so you know, I'm getting vaccinated at some point, so I'll be cleaner than most people. Oh, you'll be cleaner than most. <laughs> at some point, I'm gonna do it. I just don't know when. Don't worry but about it. I just want listen. I it's it's less about me being greedy and being like that Italian grandmother at a wedding that's trying to take the centerpiece. <laughs> it's more about me being like, hey, I want to wear it on the show because Coco, like we just went live earlier on Instagram. Right. I, I can wear it during our Instagram feed. And I know people will ask me, what is it? Okay. Yes. I, I definitely will. I'll definitely get that. You know, and then what I'll do is eventually when I go see Coco, it's not a rush because the border's closed. But I know. I was gonna I, say, Coco, you're in Canada, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm and, <laughs> and I'm gonna bring her one too, so she can okay. actually have one. Okay, so what size, Sweet. Is Coco? Coco, Sweet. what size do you need? Um, well, you know, I got large girls, so I don't know how your size is. Right. I'm a size 16, 18, and my girls are pretty large. I get an extra large. All right, so that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Coco, Coco, she's uh, gracefully yours is supportive of curvy girls. So whenever yes, you see her site, Coco yes. needs a curvy girl magic shirt. She does. I do, I do. Any kind yes. of magic. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're you're brilliant, and I love you. I love and we'll you guys. I know you gotta go. All right, we, have a good day. we love you too. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Stop giving me attitude. It's a beautiful day and we're recording. All right. It all depends on where you are listening to the show. Some people might be in a place where it's not so nice. If they're listening to us, it's a nice day. Okay. So I have a question for you. Yes, please. And I, and I made a note of this because you and I haven't talked. In like ages. 
gaze. So, what is the name of the free music company online that you get the songs from? Because, wait, wait, <laughs> wait. I get the songs no, from? No, no, no. Or no, that you no. get the songs from? I used to get the songs from. Okay, so for anyone listening, when you do a podcast, you need to have music. Because if you don't have music on your show, you suck. So, here's the thing. There is a thing called the law. And you're not allowed to use other people's songs. And so there's websites available mm-hmm. for broke individuals who can use free music. What that does is it also gives an opportunity to the artists that you use their music, whatever. So there is a site out there that I can never remember the name of. And Coco does not help me remember it. And it's what because is- I never used it. You did. Okay. I it, doesn't it doesn't it sound like a Robin Williams movie? Yes, you're right. It's it's like a Jumanji, but it's not. And I kept saying Jumunda, Jamunda, Jamunda, and I, and Jamunda is not a petite person. No, 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 she's not. She's gonna when you see when you see when you hear Jamunda or Jamunda, it's it's a it's a large large person. Yeah, she is. Not the type of person who's just nibbling on saltines in the corner. Nope. She is. There, there are no vegetables in her refrigerator. No. I can tell you which her favorite meal is because I've created this whole character. Oh, Jesus. I think her favorite meal is like a pizza and fried chicken hoagie. Easily. Okay. And she'll put a crack in your porch. <clears throat> You know one of those like porch swings and like they're <laughs> bolted into like the top part of the porch. All I keep thinking is somebody's being like, Jamunda, come sit next to me. And she's like, I can't sit next to you, not on that porch swing. She, yes, she's she's the type of person that knows her worth. And her girth. <laughs> and knows what kind of um destruction Mm -hmm. wow we are awful we are awful individuals we are horrible and she also doesn't wear anything with seams everything is like just interconnected it's like what she's wearing is just one big skirt pulled up underneath her arms (laughs) oh my god like like seven tablecloths just sewn together how do we still have fans that love us (laughs) How 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 have we not been canceled? <laughs> Listen, we won't be canceled because people love us, and we've already we we should tell them now. We've already signed our contract for third season. Is that premature? Go ahead. In thirty two weeks, when our next season starts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that season's going to be even better. Oh, uh, you know what? You know we've got things brewing. Well, you know what shows I've been writing for already. Yes. Our October our October episodes. Of course. We've got a plan. <laughs> so I, I learned a few things or or I came to a conclusion about about life recently. Oh shit. Um and this is something that, you know, should be should I, I should have known ahead of time or should have at least followed. Trust me, this is not deep. Don't read comments on any social media post. Just don't, because it's a cesspool. Why would you? Oh. But, but but wait, wait. 
you clearly knew that you were just being masochistic. Yeah, I always am. Whenever I see a post that could possibly be inflammatory in some way <laughs> that, yeah, where it's going to offend one person or another. And like nowadays, everything is going to offend someone like, <laughs> you know, like it's just stupid. It, like everyone gets offended by anything. Um, but yeah, like I, I'll come across a post and I like it. I like the message that they're sending, whatever. I'll give it a love. And then I go into the comments because I know that there's going to be shit. And of course I read shit and it's just like, why, why did I even bother? Why, why do I put so much faith in fellow human beings to, you know, possibly say nice things? And that's what I never understand. If you, if you don't like this post or if, why, why are you even commenting on it? Just move on. That is the beauty of social media. You could just scroll past it. So here's my thing. Yes. Now, it's one thing to be following someone that you like and not like what they posted. But I'm mm -hmm. going to give you another example of my pet peeve when it comes to that. Why do people who have a huge amount of hatred for a particular celebrity or public figure and they actually follow them? Yeah, I don't get that. Like, I don't want to see people I don't like in my feed. I personally think it's because they just want to troll. That's their, that's their only objective. You know, like when I, when I learn about someone who is clearly very liberal leaning, um, but that follows someone like Trump, for example, why is it because you want to just get entertained by the nonsense? Is it because you just want to, um, you know, impart something uh, on their, on their, you know, posts to somehow like whether it's insulting or, or, or what, like, what's the purpose? What's the motivation? I, I just, that I don't understand. Why would you want to follow someone that, you know, clearly doesn't align with your beliefs or someone that you don't like? I, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand it either. And I think that the other example I'll give you is what I often send to you is when someone posts something and they act shocked that that's the reaction from everybody. Like, yeah. like the example I'll give you is you all, if you don't, if you haven't seen these, I will find them and send them to you. But there are plenty of men and women out there who like to do these stretching videos because they own these companies where they teach you how to stretch properly and they post these videos and they're wearing like really short shorts or really tight like athletic pants where you can see the butt and they're in like this weird shape you position. can see more than just butt right where they're all upside down one leg is up and the camera's like right in their crotch and their taint and <laughs> and people i whenever i see those videos i can't wait to read the comments and people lose their shit and a lot of times you don't know if it's their intention to get people like 
ooh, that looks good. I need to get in that. Or they're trying to be serious. And they're like, oh, my God, these people are disgusting. Like, why are they doing this? You know, I like to call it smoke signals. You know, I like that's my thing. I think that sometimes you'll get a picture of and I see guys do this, especially a picture of them like in a bathing suit. And you obviously can see the drive through window. You know what I mean? You could see everything through their drive through window. And meanwhile, they're standing there and you're like, this is a smoke signal. This is you trying to pretend like, oops, oops. I know a couple of people who do that. Like I see their, I see like people I've known over the years, male and female, where I'll scroll through their, their feed and they'll just be like standing there with like, you know, innocently. Ooh, you could see my nipple. Ooh, I didn't mean to do that. Oops. Yeah. My bad. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but yeah, you see a lot of people do that. And I just love reading the comments, especially on those exercise ones, because it's just a bunch of eggplant emojis all just going in a line. (laughs) So I (laughs) I saw a post recently from this account that I follow. It's called Weird History. Uh, and they just post things, weird, weird things that happen in history. Um, and their one of their most recent posts talked about how uh, it was about a f- farts, farting or something like that. Wonderful. Um, and I was reading, I was reading the comments and people were like, what does this have to do with history? And uh, this, like, people were so offended by the subject of farts. And I, and I normally don't make any comments Granted, I also went into another account to make this comment, <laughs> but I basically made a comment and I said, clearly most of the people commenting here have never fucking farted. Like, why are we so offended by something like this? Just like move on. I think people need exchange with other individuals. I think people don't have lives that we have. Like if you and I don't talk to anyone else in our lives, hypothetically, we still at least know we're going to talk to each other. Yeah. Some of these people, they're in a damp basement. Yes, I said it. They're in a damp <laughs> basement in flip-flops in the winter. Okay? Oh, that damp basement. <laughs> I'm telling you, moist, no humidifier, moist. <laughs> and smells of kitty litter, and there's no cat. There's been no cat there for years. Oh my and god. They're on this computer because it's a computer, it's not a phone, because these people don't own phones. They're on yeah. a computer, and the computer is like, you know, a Mac from like when we were in school, you know, from the computer lab. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like DOS. <laughs> they're like hooked into DOS. <laughs> and the screen is green and there's just a big old cursor. <laughs> just blinking. Just blinking. They use big big floppy disks yep. to save stuff. <laughs> They're like, I'm going to save this from YouTube, (laughs) you know, and they're just commenting and that's their life. And they think they're friends with people that are on TV shows from the nineties. Like they honestly think that like Rachel and Monica are their real friends. Like they're like, they're, they're my friends. No, they're my friend because there's a little bit of mental illness. And then there's also like this extreme loneliness that they have. And Mm -hmm. when masturbation is just boring and you don't want to do that anymore, you go on and you troll. 
Yeah, you know? that's exactly And once the Entenmann's cake is finished, <laughs> that's, that's where it all goes down. You know, when you get yourself a little plastic fork and you just get into the tin, like at the bottom where the cake is the mushy part underneath. Yes, just, that's the best part. Scrape it, scrape it, scrape it, scrape it, scrape it. Scrape it, scrape it. Yep. So the other thing that I learned, again, not deep. <laughs> Do not Google ugly feet. <laughs> First of all, I have to say something before you even continue. Uh, that was it. I'm not, I don't have anything more. To Thank say. the Lord. First of all, you of all people yes. have no business even typing the word feet. Even if it was wonderful feet, even if it was cartoon feet. You don't need to be putting feet in a search because you hate them. You wish people didn't have feet. It's it's funny though. I don't I don't have a a yes, hate on do. feet. Yes, you do. Only jacked up. Feet. No, you just hate feet. I, no, I don't agree with that. You, if I see a nice if I see nice feet in front of me, I can appreciate nice feet. Someone who takes care of them, who gives themselves, you know, a pedicure or just, you know, a good little scrapage to get rid of the Fremunda mm -hmm. cheese. Like, you know, the, you just you gotta get, get, get rid that, of some of that. Yeah, I know. You got to get that get Parmigiano rid, out of there. Exactly. Yeah. You got to get rid of some of that crust. Uh -huh. But, it, but like, it, no. And the reason why I, I, I think the reason why I made, did that search was because I sent you a photo of someone in someone's feet in these like clear pumps. Yes. Where you could see the struggle of them toes squished into that shoe. And I'm just like, what, how is this attractive? Why would anyone want to make a shoe that's transparent so we can see how mangled up your feet are in these shoes? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Yeah, it was like five people in like a two-seater. It was like yeah. a can of sardines. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How is that comfortable? So I love how There's you're like, about you're like, hmm, what should I Google that I can't stand is going to give me nightmares? Okay, I know. <laughs> Ugly feet. And I wonder if you typed that in on your DOS computer when you did that. I did. I did. I mean, I don't understand. It took a while. I don't understand. Like, and I think that you still have to realize the fact that you hate feet. I hate ugly feet. Are you into shrimping? No. Oh, I thought you would be. What? Why don't you tell our listeners what shrimping no, is? No, I won't. Why because not? I don't want this to be an adult program. You don't want this to be what? An adult program. Our programs are adult. This is not for children. Do you remember when we did the one episode and your nipple ring fell out and hit the floor okay. and you heard the noise? I know. Yes. That was great. You heard it. Right? I, who didn't? <laughs> My nipple ring. <laughs> like you bent over to get a pen or something and then it just sounded like somebody like dumped a pile of books on the floor. It was actually an attachment for my tripod mm, that's for tripod so any 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 last words any thoughts anything anything i thought i gave you enough thoughts what else do you want for my life listen i'm just here to record what are you that's excited all. about
coming up with our show? Is there anything that's exciting you that you can reveal? Because don't give any spoilers. Uh, then no, I'm not excited about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me too. I mean, you know what I'm excited about, but I can't talk about it. <clears throat> no, exactly. See, there you go again. You're teasing. What's wrong with that? Does someone have a problem with it? I Why? Because we shouldn't tease Why? people. We want them to listen to the show so they can stick around. Oh, they're going to no. listen. Listen, this is what's happened since the beginning of time when shows have been on the air. People tell you something great's going to happen next season. Something good's going to happen tomorrow. You stick around, you win a prize. All that stuff happens. So why don't you say it? Say what? Who's going to come on next? The next show? Yeah. Because I don't want to. I don't think that, I think it should be a surprise. Right. But it's going to be good. On it's going to be good, guys. On, it's going to be good. On that note. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to later later this week. <laughs> Do you know what the show is called? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Clearly, I don't. Take two. <laughs> I need to. I need to eat. Thank you for listening to later this week with Coco and Fran. Bye. Bye. Bye.